Season 1, Episode 98, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Acts chapter 24, verses 1 through 27. Just to recap, it's been a few days since I've done had time to do one of these. Uh, I did my first baptism. I, I was ordained in 84, but I guess I'm not much of a Baptist, but uh, a girl that uh, was part of our ministry back in 85 when we when I graduated from Bible College and my wife and I came to uh, Florida or came down from Tampa to, to Miami and uh, I was the pastor of Palmetto Bible Church one of our kids in our youth group um, the youngest kid in our youth group uh, uh, grew up and contacted me uh, a few months ago that she wanted to be baptized and uh, she wanted me to do it she was going to be down here down in the Keys so we found a place and a beach, and she got baptized, and that was, I was, uh, was very pleased to be a part of that. Um, but anyway, that's why I've been away from this for a little while. But uh, we're going to look at chapter 24 today, but chapter 21, he's still saying goodbye to the Ephesian elders in Miletus, and then he sails to Tyre on the coast, Tyre on the coast of uh, of Judea. Uh, anyway, uh, Paul arrives at Jerusalem. He's asked by uh, James and the other apostles uh, to take a vow with the. There were five men that were going to take a vow, and something about a shaved head, and and Paul agreed to do it. He entered into the temple, and Paul is seized in the temple because some Jews from Asia have come down. Paul wanted to be in Jerusalem for Pentecost, so it must be one of those feasts where the Jews come from all around, and uh, a pilgrimage feast. And they uh, accuse him back in Asia Minor somewhere or something, uh, or at some point uh, accuse him of bringing in a, uh, a Gentile into the temple. It just it didn't happen but that doesn't matter. Uh, Paul is saved by Claudius um, Claudius uh, just sorry Claudius Lysias, the chief captain of the guard. Claudius Lysias uh, saves G uh, Paul uh, on, it lets him speak from the steps into the Roman barracks in Jerusalem and uh, then still has to carry him uh, the soldiers sounds like they carry him over their heads up into the uh, because the Jews want to kill him and then they they come up with these guys that that night they the Jews the, some men take a vow that they're not going to eat anything until Paul's dead and uh, eat or drink anything but they they quickly changed that and I, I never heard of any of them dying but anyway that that was just kind of ridiculous but anyway um, Paul they, they set up a plan where they they asked the Sanhedrin to, to, to go to the chief captain who is kept in you know charged with keeping order in Jerusalem for the governor who at that time is named Felix in Caesarea and he uh, so he agrees to take them to the Sanhedrin judgment hall and uh, then he has to rescue them again because Paul very wisely says, I'm here for the resurrection of the dead. 
the question of the resurrection of the dead, and the Pharisees go, hey, there's nothing wrong with this guy. And the Sadducees go, there's, yeah, there's a lot of things wrong with him. Anyway, they didn't believe in the resurrection. So Paul's going to bring that up in his defense in chapter 24. But they were pulling him, uh, says the Roman guard were, were afraid that they were going to pull Paul in too. So uh, they rescued him again. And that night, uh, uh, Claudius Lysias, the chief captain, uh, sends Paul with a guard of 470, 200 horsemen, 200 soldiers, uh, 70 spearmen, uh, a couple of centurions, and a letter to uh, Felix in Caesarea. And the letter says, I don't know what to do, Felix. I, this, there's, he's done nothing worthy of death or even bonds. So, and uh, Felix is going to have the same problem. As, and so is the, the next uh, governor, um, uh, Porcus Festus, when Felix retires, I think, in a couple of years. And that will be right at the end of chapter 24. So, uh, chapter 3, uh, yeah, so chapter 24, they're in, the, the, those men have taken uh, Paul to Caesarea, and he's been there 12 days at this point. Felix didn't know what to do with him, so he put him in uh, Herod's palace, which looks like a pretty, pretty nice place, but um, anyway, in Caesarea. I think Herod had a, they ruled from Caesarea, that's where the Romans did, and I, I know that, that uh, sometimes the Roman, the Jewish uh, governor of the province had, had a home in Caesarea and in Jerusalem. Anyway, so, um, so we're about 12 days into uh, Paul entering the, the temple where he was taken captive and uh, the high priest, I mean the chief uh, the chief captain of the guard in Jerusalem had to save his life twice. Okay, so in chapter 24 we have Paul in Caesarea before Felix. Uh, we have Tertullus and Ananias and I guess some of the Sanhedrin Jewish elders uh, make the trip, They and uh, Paul made it in two days. They took one little uh, stop halfway through where, where the, uh, the soldiers on foot and the spearmen uh, went back. I guess there was nobody following them, and they didn't think they needed that big of a guard. And so 400 of the 470 went back uh, to Jerusalem, and... Uh, the 70 horsemen and Paul, who was given a horse to ride, made the two-day trip from Jerusalem to Caesarea down, because you always go down from Jerusalem to the coast on uh, the Mediterranean. Okay, Paul before Felix, Tertullus accuses Paul of really nothing. Um, I'll read that to you. Paul's defense before Felix, which it's pretty hard to prove a negative. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't uh, desecrate the temple. I didn't... Anyway, and again, Felix is just like Claudius Lysias. He goes, I, I don't know what this guy's done. 
Uh, Paul before Felix a second time, this time with his wife, and this time Felix starts shaking. And I don't think Felix knows what to do, so he leaves Paul in Caesarea, in Herod's palace, for two years until he's replaced by uh, Festus. And Paul appeals to Caesar, and Festus sends him to Caesar, and he lives the rest of his life, and really the rest of the book of Acts, in Rome. So we're going to finish. We'll read that up. Okay, so... uh, so here we go. Um, Acts chapter 24, uh, verse 1, Paul before Felix. And after five days, okay, so they made it in two with the Roman soldiers, took Ananias, the high priest, and with the elders, which sounds like the Sanhedrin, uh, with a certain order. So they hired a lawyer named Tertullus who informed the governor against Paul. And I find it fun to, to read uh, the law aspects. I, being in the military, I had to serve as a counsel for court-martials and uh, the judge for Article 39 investigations, which is a grand jury, find out if there's enough evidence to try somebody. There was no evidence to try this. And Tertullus is going to send him to Rome and say, I I don't know what he did, but he's appealed to Caesar, so I'm going to send him to you guys. And uh, I don't know if uh, Claudius Lysias' letter, but he wrote that and said, I don't know what to charge him. Felix didn't know what to charge him. Tertullus doesn't know what to charge him. Uh, I don't think they knew what to charge him in Rome. But anyway, uh, we'll finish the book of Acts with that. All right. After five days, Ananias, the high priest, descended with the elders and certain, with a certain order named Tertullus, who informed Governor Felix against Paul. And when uh, Tertullus was called forth, Tertullus began to accuse Paul, saying that by the Felix, this is the opening argument here by Tertullus, seeing that by thee, talking to Felix, seeing by thee we enjoy great quietness, seeing by thee we enjoy great quietness. You know, government is, you know, pray for, uh, I exhort therefore that first of all, all supplication, prayers, and intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all other authority, that we may lead a godly and quiet peaceable, quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is well-pleasing in the sight of God our Savior who would have all men to be saved. So I pray for all of our leaders. I pray for the leaders around the world that that they would, uh, the ones that are believers, I pray that they would uh, do what's right uh, according to the Word of God. And I I pray for the ones that aren't believers that, that they would come to know Christ and do what's right. That's well-pleasing to God our Savior who would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Anyway, I forget the address, so you'll have to look it up. But We enjoy great quietness. He starts off by complimenting Felix, saying that by thee, Felix, we enjoy great quietness, that very worthy deeds are done unto this nation, Israel, by thy providence, by thy goodness. We accept it always your leadership, in all places, most noble Felix, 
with all thankfulness. Notwithstanding that I be not further tedious unto thee, I pray thee that thou wouldst hear us of thy clemency or patience a few words. I just have a few words to use to say to you, Felix. I don't want to, Governor Felix, I don't want to waste your time. Uh, for we have found this man, Paul, a pestilent fellow. It, that's really a metaphor for pestilence or disease. Could be a pest, but uh, I think pestilent, uh, a synonym, according to my Greek lexicon, would be pestilence or disease. So I think it's a metaphor. This, this man we have here is a disease to our country. A mover of sedition. He's trying to bring down the Roman Empire. Whatever I don't know what he. This that's a serious accusation. It worked on Jesus. You're not a friend of Caesar, Pilate, if you don't crucify this man. And he gave in at that point. Lost that argument, I guess. But anyway, among all the Jews throughout the world, a mover of sedition against among all the Jews throughout the world. This man before you. Okay, what has he done? He's a pestilence and a mover of sedition. And a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. Um, with all the problems we've had lately, um, you know, there's, it's called good trouble. Paul was in good trouble. Anyway, verse 6. Who, who also... Paul has also gone around to profane or desecrate the temple whom we took and would have judged according to our law. We caught him in our temple. We were going we to kill him ourselves. Verse 7. The chief captain, Claudius Lysias, just a program note, I, I, I usually read the names for pronouns and I just like this guy's whole name. I wanted to remember it. Claudius Lysias. You won't find that in your King James Bible. And a lot of pronouns I read are... But I was told by Charles Ryrie to read the pronouns, so if you write a study Bible and become a, a pr prominent theologian, maybe I'll listen to you too. But uh, Claudius Lysias came upon us with great violence, as we were beating Paul, took him away out of our hands. Verse 8 commanding his accusers to come to thee. Felix, he's got his, that was 12 days ago. From, from when Paul entered the temple and was seized by the, by the Jews to this legal court before the governor, before Governor Felix in Caesarea. Commanding Claudius Lysias, the chief captain, commanded Paul's accusers to come unto you, Felix, by examining of whom thyself mayest take knowledge of all these things whereof we accuse him. We want you to examine him and, and find out that all these things are true. That's the end of their case. That's it. That's their whole case. Desecrated the temple, which he didn't do. Um, a mover of sedition, a, a disease... Um, and first and foremost, I guess, a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. 
this is just not what uh, Roman law is about. And Pilate made that point, and Felix is going to make that point by doing nothing, and Festus is going to make the point by sending him to, to Caesar and say, I don't, I don't know what he did, nothing that I can tell, but he's a Roman and he's appealed to you, so... And it does say Felix was going to let him go, but he wanted some money. Anyway, verse 8, And commanding his accusers to come to thee, Felix, we had to make this whole trip, five days to come to you, by examining of whom thyself may take knowledge of all those things whereof we accuse him. Verse 9, And the Jews also asserted, saying these things were so. So Tertullus, I guess, is not Jewish. I don't know. The Jews also asserted but that would be the, the elders and uh, Ananias, the high priest. Tertullus, was doing, their, their lawyer, was doing talking up till now. Then Paul, after that Governor Felix had beckoned unto him to speak, answered and said, For as much as I know that thou hast been of many years a judge unto this nation, I do more cheerfully answer my for myself. He's talking to Felix, and he's being as eloquent as Tertullus was. Um, verse 11, Because thou, Felix, mayest understand that there are but twelve days since I entered, went up to Jerusalem for to worship. And again, you always go up to Jerusalem. And you pretty much always go down to sea level. And, uh, the Dead Sea, I think I, I, I kind of indicated that it was uh, uh, 2,000, uh, I think 3,000 feet below sea level. It's, it's 3,000 feet below Jerusalem. So I, I made a mistake a while back and meant to correct it, but I didn't think it was that big of a point. Anyway, verse 12, And they neither found me in the temple disputing with any man. I was just minding my own business, doing a Jewish vow to make the Jewish believers feel better about me because they'd heard I'd been around the Gentiles too much. That's what the the the, the uh, apostles were trying to get him to do. Was, and they shouldn't have done that. They came up with those four things and only the one that, that I know of is they should keep is uh, fornication, uh, you know, abstain from fornication, or but sex outside of marriage. But anyway, um, with blood, things strangled, and things offered to idols. That just doesn't come up to me. I don't think it came up to the average. But maybe back then they had a lot of uh, stuff like that. I don't know. Drinking blood, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Things strangled. I think they knew how to cure meat, and that's not how you do it. Um, anyway, neither, verse 13, Neither can they prove the things whereof they now accuse me, which are sedition and <clears throat> desecration of the temple. They don't have any witnesses here saying, oh, well, I saw him do this. But I confess unto thee that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers. This is good trouble. Believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. That's the entire Old Testament. Believing all things which are written in the law and the prophets. That the Messiah would come, he came, we trusted in him. Abraham believed God and it was counted on him for righteousness. By faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice than Cain. I mean, we're going back to the 
number three and number four person in the world, trusting you know, by faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice than Cain. In the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 11, verse 15, and have hope toward God. My hope is in God, toward God. And it doesn't how much matter how much faith or hope you have, but if it's toward God or in God or on God, you're good to go. He will come through. God, I believe, help thou my unbelief, said the man who brought his sick child to Jesus. Which they themselves, okay, verse 15, and having hope toward God, which they themselves allow, that we should have hope and faith in God, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. So they're in agreement with me. I guess these are Pharisees. Paul would know he was a Pharisee of the Pharisees, taught by Gamaliel about 30 years before this, about a year after the crucifixion, I think. But um, that there shall be a resurrection, both of the just. They are in agreement. They themselves also allow that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. And herein I do exercise or train myself, you know, like an athlete trains himself. They don't always want to run. They don't always want to exercise. They don't always want to, I don't think Paul always wanted to memorize scripture or study his Bible or, you know, it's a, it's a weariness of the flesh. So, uh, and further by these my son be admonished. Much study is a weariness of the flesh. And in making many books there is no end. But making many books there is no end. And much study is a weariness of the flesh. I think of that sometimes as I'm trying, going over my memory verses. All 60 of them. Um, but I only do it for part of the time. I don't do them all anymore like I used to. Because I got too many. And toward men. Uh, verse 16. And herein do I exercise or train myself to have always a conscience void of offense towards God. I really, God, I desire to be filled with the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding to walk worthy of you and all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of you, strengthened with all might according to your glorious power, with patience, long suffering, and joyfulness, giving thanks to you, Father, who hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints and light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us in the kingdom of your dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Paul's prayer for the Colossians, um, Colos book of Colossians, uh, chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. And look that up and listen to my podcast about that. I think, I'm pretty sure I had one about it. Uh, that I, anyway, found it on a bookmark a year after my wife died in, in A Way of Life and was written on a bookmark. It's a handmade bookmark, but it was a very nice handmade bookmark. In fact, I, I took it to the, uh, to the baptism because the girl that was being baptized was led to the Lord by my wife. And we, we shed a tear or two as we were going over her testimony and uh, Beth's testimony, which was outstanding. Anyway, um, 17. And after many years I came to bring alms to my nation and offerings. Paul did not spend a lot of time in Jerusalem. He went there right after the conversion. They sent him back to uh, Tarsus where he was born. And that's why he's even in Caesarea because he's a Roman and that was a Roman province 
of Asia Minor, really. And um, so, and he spent his life as a missionary, spending a lot more time on his third journey. I would argue he's still on his third journey. It's not going to be over until he. Uh, well, I, yeah, I guess it is over because next stop is Rome. He's not going to get back to Antioch. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I was, for some reason, I was thinking he was going to get to finish his missionary journey where he started it in Antioch. But anyway, after many years, I came to bring alms, bring money to my to my nation and offerings. Verse 18, whereupon certain Jews from Asia, the ones that had stoned him in Lystra and really didn't like him, uh, there were some that believed in him and some that didn't. And the ones that didn't really hated him. Found me purifying in the temple, neither with multitude nor with tumult. I was just doing a Jewish vow. To a, the, He doesn't go into it, but we know that the we read chapter 21 of Acts that the, uh, the apostles wanted him to do this to show the Jews, the new Christians there, that you know they didn't have to forsake their, their Judaism, which may have been a bad call on their part. But anyway, it's what happened. Not everything happened as God's will. Maybe these guys were messing up by asking Paul to do this. I don't know. But it all works out to them. All things are worked for the better, for the glory of God, for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Verse 19, 24, 19. Who ought to have been here, okay, let me back up, wherein certain Jews from Asia Minor found me purified in the temple, neither with multitude or torments, turmoil, tumult, with a problem, a big riot or anything. These guys tracked me down in Jerusalem and none of them are here none of these Jews from Asia Minor are here in verse 19 it says who ought to have been here before thee and object if they have ought against me so they could come and they're the ones that grabbed me in the temple in the in the uh, you know the Jews were all there for the Pentecost and they um, these had it out for Paul it had for 30 years. First missionary journey, stoned in Lystra, and from then on. Verse 20, or else these same here say, these are not the ones that started fight, beating me in the temple when Claudius Lysias res rescued me. If they have found, in, what, what about these men right here? Which I think are their lawyer, Tertullus, Ananias the high priest, which I do not know if that's the same high priest as when Jesus was there. Um, but it's only been 30 years since he was crucified, so it very well could be. Um, if I lived 30 more years, I'd be 97. So anyway, um, I feel like an old man. It's 67 this month. But anyway, or else let these same here, Ananias the high priest, the elders of Israel, if they have found evil doing in me while I stood before the council, which he only got one, he didn't get any words out. I mean, they attacked him. The only thing he said was, I, you know, have a question about the resurrection because he could divide them and possibly survived. And then they were getting, playing tug of war with Paul. 
and the Romans stepped in again. And then that night they sent him here, that which was just 12, years, 12 days earlier. Verse 21, except it be, verse 20, or else these the same here, if they have found any evil doing in me while I stood before the council, except it be for this one voice that I cried standing among them, touching the resurrection of the dead, I am called in question by you this day. So I don't. I, I think the the difference between the Pharisees and the Sadducees was so great that the the Sadducees might have stayed home, but they're the ones that that hated them. So I really don't know. Anyway, um, verse twenty two. And when Felix heard these things, having more perfect knowledge of the way, he's been a long time governor of this province. It says he deferred them, and said, when Claudius. Lycia, the chief captain, shall come down from Jerusalem, the two days journey that the Romans can make it in. I will know the uttermost of this matter. He's got his letter, so I don't know if he's being genuine here because Lysias has already said, uh, Governor, I don't, there's nothing, he's done nothing worthy of death or even imprisonment. I think that's why he's free set at liberty, it says in verse 23. And he, Felix, commanded a centurion, because he's the, he's got probably quite a few of those hanging around Caesarea, um, commanding a centurion to take Paul and let Paul have liberty and, and um, the palace, Herod's palace. I don't know which Herod, there were like six of them, but... Um, Verse 23, and, and Felix commanded a centurion, he, Felix, commanded a centurion to keep Paul and to let him, Paul, have liberty and that he, the centurion, should forbid none of Paul's, of his, Paul's acquaintances to minister or to come unto him. Paul's got a lot of people that care about him. And... Uh, they're going to be there. They're going to bring food to him. Because back in those days, I think if somebody didn't bring you food, and they, they well, he's not really technically a prisoner. He's a Roman waiting to see Caesar. Well, not yet, but soon. Okay, um, verse 24. And after certain days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, so I think this is the second time that Felix is going to see Paul, but he's going to do it without... Uh, Ananias and the Sanhedrin and all of that. It's going to be less, much less dramatic. He's not on trial anymore. Felix said, I'll just wait till I talk to Tercillus, uh, Claudius Tercillus. Anyway, the, the chief captain. Verse 24, And after certain days when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, which was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning faith in Christ. And I think Claudius heard a lot from Paul over the next two years. It says he called for Paul many times. I don't know if I'm going to see Felix in heaven. I mean, I don't have any problem with the way he's done anything. He's protected Paul. He's given him freedom. Um, Roman, you know, as, as do a Roman, I guess. Verse 25, and as he, Paul, reasoned of righteousness 
temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered and said to Paul, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for you. Verse 26. And he, Felix, hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul that he that Felix might loose Paul because he was ready to, to... And I guess that was a common practice back then. I know it was during the American Revolution. That's You could buy people out of... That's the whole Star Spangled Banner was written by Francis Scott Key trying to buy uh, friends of his back from the British. They said, you got to stay by the ship here until the flag comes down at Fort Henry. Anyway, uh, McHenry, Henry, I'm not sure what your name of it. Anyway, wherefore he sent for him the oftener, which is Old English for often or frequently. He sent for Paul frequently and communed or talked with him. Uh, just a side note, this went on, we know from the last verse in chapter 24, this went on for two uh, silent years. Uh, Schofield calls them silent years in his study Bible, which I highly recommend. I like the old Schofield, but you can get whatever you want. Okay, um, verse 27. But after two years, the last two years that Festus is going to be the governor of Judea, Porcus, Porcus, Porcus Festus, and believe it or not, it, it, it is related to pig, um, the Romans didn't have the adversity to pork that the that the Jews did, um, but uh, it means a, sh a pig herder, and they they fed their army with pork, and they still do that in Europe to this day. They don't have the great herds of cattle that we do, or the cows, or whatever you want to call them, bovines. Uh, but after two years, pork Porcius Festus the new imperial governor, I'm supposing, by reading the next chapter, because it says when Felix did this before he left. So I think Porcius Festus, or just Festus, how about that, is, um, is the new Roman governor of Judea, came unto Felix's room, and Felix, willing to show the Jews a pleasure, so I guess the new governor maybe has some Jewish folks with him because he is going to be the governor over the country of Judea but the province of Judea there's been four world rulers in the history of the world Nebuchadnezzar, Cyrus the Great Alexander the Great and Caesar Augustus and they talk about Augustus like he's still in charge I don't know if somebody else took that name because that's just uh, means August um, but anyway, um, could have been one of his sons that took that title. But anyway, verse 27. But after two years, Festus, the new imperial governor of Judea, came to Felix's room, and Felix, willing to show the, the Jews a pleasure, left Paul bound. So I don't think he was trying to show Festus. A, you know, Festus didn't care. You know, I'm surprised that 
that he would do that, but he did because I, there's probably a Jewish uh, group with the new governor of Judea. And Festus was, uh, Paul said he did a great job. Uh, they all said he did a great job, so maybe he was a great governor, I don't know. But he, we would call him crooked by wanting to get money from Paul. But not really knowing what to do with him, because you're going to send him back to Jerusalem, they're going to kill him. And Festus figures that out pretty quick in chapter 25, which will be the next chapter, Lord willing. So I will say adios, which means to God, and via condios, which means go with God.